0: Thank you for joining me for another quick hits conversation. I'm Dr. Robin with me today. I have Enrique Acosta Gonzalez. He's the CEO of triad leadership solutions. He is award-winning podcaster, author and leadership development coach. I also have Dave Roberts. He's an adjunct professor of psychology and psychology of child life at UNICA university. He's also an author and a bereavement support specialist. The question I have for the two of you today what is oversharing, how do you notice when you're doing it, and then what do you do about it? Enrique, I know you have a story. Tell us.
1: Yes, thank you, first of all, Robin, for having me. Great to be here with Dave. And this uh, particular question was funny when I read it. It's something that leaders can get in trouble with. I have a small story. It was a pivotal moment for an organization. They were trying to go one way in one direction, but that I felt as a leader, my team needed to know as soon as possible because it was actually going to be a financial burden mm. on the team. And so as a leader, I had to make a choice. And the group of leaders, they were like, don't tell nobody yet. Yeah, we're still working things out. But I saw it was imperative for mm. me to give them enough leeway for them to make some decisions that were in their best interest. Lo and behold, I still got in trouble for <laughs> sharing it, but my team was appreciative. So what is oversharing? Sometimes it's something that is not timely. So if you share something that is not timely, it could uh, affect the results of what the organization wants to see. Sometimes it's a need to know, right? Mm-hmm. I came from a security background, clearance uh, environment in the military, and there were some things that just did not have the need to know clearance. It it could uh, be detrimental to an organization. It could be detrimental to a nation in, in their respective clearances is saying more than you need to when you need to
0: Mm, love that. Dave, what were your thoughts when you got this question?
2: My thoughts went into a lot of different areas because there's so many components to oversharing in terms of what it is and how it's done. But for me, I think what I feel oversharing is, is giving too much information too soon, Mm -hmm. too much personal information too soon in the beginning stages or the uh, initial contact in a relationship. And, you know, thinking of the times where I may have overshared or other people I've I've perceived overshare, it's usually been because they might've been anxious and nervous. They, they may have wanted to make a really instant connection because they placed a lot of importance on that contact. They may simply be lonely. They may have a extreme desire to connect because of past failures and maybe it's just an inability to read social cues. Sometimes they just don't have that internal sensor to know when they're oversharing. Mm. To me, when it becomes oversharing, it's when the receiver of the information becomes visibly uncomfortable with what you're sharing. And I Mm. think when that happens, that's our cue for us to either pull back or to kind of invite them into the conversation to to begin to share and establish ourselves as a listener to break that pattern.
0: I know I was flying back from London one time, and I had just had a really bad fight with my then husband, and it was really ugly. And I still feel I don't know guilt, remorse, shame, something about the guy in the seat next to me. Poor guy just heard the whole story about what was going on and how bad it was. And I think to your point, Dave, I was in an emotional space where I just needed someone to talk to, and that poor guy happened to be on the plane next to me. And I realized, like as we we deplaned, I thought. He is so glad he's never going to have to see me again.
1: It's funny you say that opportune person that happens to be the person that the information li- lands on. And when you think about information uh, that someone receives, it's power, it's a form of power mm-hmm. uh, that you have. Now, it could be sometimes embarrassing to share some of the information, but mm-hmm. to your point, uh, Robin, it was an emotional tie. You you needed to release this thing so that at least someone could say, hey, I, I, I understand. Hey, I'll be thinking of you, you know, as I follow on through the day. But that source of power sometimes can be misused, right? Some, mm-hmm. if, some information that you get early, we're talking about timely information, could be a way of you positioning yourself to be in a way Uh, the favorite and at the end of a conversation, right. Mm. And, or at the end of a uh, procedure in terms of organization, if I have information concerning the organization and I can capitalize on something, and we, we see this a lot, the stock sales, right? The Mm. stock sales, they call it inside trading or inside info. What the person does with the information is what's important. Mm-hmm. you know can they retain that information not to benefit themselves but to uh, preserve protect and enhance the stability of an organization is is the key so what do you do with the information once you have it how do you release it and who you release it to and for what reasons?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: and and i think enrique brings up a great point about one of the dangers of oversharing is that if you overshare in the person who you're sharing the information with doesn't have your best interests at heart, they can use it against you. They can put it on social media. They can spread false conspiracy theories about you for you know, lack of a better way to put that. So we really need to be mindful of who we're sharing that information with. The other thing, Robin, too, when you were talking about being in an emotional state and sharing it with that individual Mm -hmm. I mean your instinct must have told you that I needed to do that at that particular time with that person or something that must have emanated from him that you felt comfortable doing that Mm -hmm. and for me when I sit with individual stories of loss and they gift me with that they may tend to overshare or may be seen as oversharing Mm -hmm. but if their story hasn't had a space to breathe if they haven't had a position where their, their story has been owned and validated, they're going to they're share a lot. When I look at that, for me, the ultimate gift is that they've trusted me with a very intimate part of their life. So I'm going to handle it and create the sacred space that that story deserves.
0: Yeah. And that's a, that's a good point. Brene Brown talks about vulnerability hangover. And I yep. try to inoculate my clients against that because my clients, I tell them, you can tell me anything. There is no such thing as TMI when it comes to your relationship with me and I will guard those secrets. So I don't feel like it's oversharing if to your point, Dave, there's been a space created for it. And that person is giving you the opportunity yep. to, to share. And I think that's important as human beings, we need a place to do that. Cause if we feel like we're oversharing with absolutely everyone and we keep everything co- close to the chest, that ends up being a really heavy burden to, to carry alone. So I think giving someone the space to overshare is important too. um, But also recognizing when someone's like, I don't want to know. Yeah, I've definitely been in situations though, that airplane ride being an example where I realized partway in, I got to shut this down. And then how do you, how do you back out of it? Like (laughs) too much information. I should have been more quiet.
1: You could tell the cue by the facial expression, the positioning of the body, the eyes rolling up like, wow, (laughs) this, this is really uh, getting, I'm getting dumped on. At that moment, you can say, oh, I'm sorry, just wanted to uh, share a little bit. I don't want to get into this bombardment mode, but Mm -hmm. thank you for listening. You have to think about the people that are in overshare mode, right? There are some people that use oversharing as a way of attention. Mm. Um, they, they could be just uh, grabbing everybody's attention. I, 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 I named them the takers of the world, right? They're just mm-hmm. taking your time, your energy, your resources, everything that they can for themselves. And so once a person is uh, is identified as an oversharer, just for the sake of getting the attention, then you need to also be able to say, hey, I'm fine with being a, a listener mm-hmm. uh but you know and however you you want to address it that's on an, an, another pitfall of of being an oversharer that you'll start seeing walls come up uh, yep. because people yep. will identify that you are that for whatever reason it is you're yep. doing it
2: i think the other thing with oversharing too is if they were raised in a family where there was unhealthy dynamics or communication dynamics or oversharing was a norm and they have no other norm to compare that with,
0: mm-hmm. they're
2: going to think that oversharing is the mode of communication, or if you have blurred boundaries that, or communication uh, was kind of invalidated. The minute they get an audience, it's like, wow, now's yeah. my opportunity to share. I may never get another opportunity to do this. That type of history, I think we need to understand that, that could also contribute to oversharing as well. So,
0: mm-hmm. when, when I sit in public with my sign that says, happy to listen, strangers will come up and they'll share stuff with me that's very intimate mm-hmm. and personal and it's interesting how in that space in that time frame it's fine but then i've had people who have taken advantage of my professional skills and they become like leeches and i have to create boundaries and be like look i yep. get paid to do this over the long term so there's a time and a place and i think that Some people need help with those boundaries sometimes. So that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to cut us off there. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me about oversharing. I appreciate you sharing your stories with me. And I look forward to talking to each of you again very soon.